welcome to another episode of Your Cochrane Right Now. This is a weekly podcast where we go over everything happening right here in Cochrane, Alberta, and uh, everything that matters to us. Right now, I'm joined one uh, by the one and only Lauren Meister. Hey, Lauren. Hey, you know what? I'm actually not the one and only Lauren Meister. You know if another you... Lauren Meister? No, I don't know another one, but if you Google my name, there's like a governor or like a, I don't even know, a politician in the United States in California, I think. Her mm. name is Lauren Meister. Whoa. <laughs> Just just a little bit of a tidbit of information for well, you. I better stop saying that. Then. I know. Don't you ever Google your name and see what pops up? Well, I'm super famous, Lauren. So it's just pages <laughs> and pages of me, right? So I do it for the ego boost. Obviously. Obviously. My name's Eric Ruddle, if you didn't know. But uh, <laughs> Lauren, we had such an uh, amazing week here in town yeah. because... As a team here at Cochrane, we got to go and give back not once, but twice with two of the most important programs, I'd say, in town. They're pretty much the same program, but two different facets of it. Yeah, for sure. It's so cool being kind of behind the scenes. So the Cochrane Activettes, it's a group of, I think, all ladies, yeah, the Activettes. Activettes yeah. sounds like a feminine name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's all ladies. Um, these ladies get it done. I mean, it's it's amazing the amount of stuff that they do. Uh, just watching watching Kathy Tucker today. Oh my gosh, she was a busy lady. Yes. She was waving to us and saying hi from the distance, but. The amount of steps she's putting in today over at the food bank, packing these hampers. So earlier on the week, we were over at Toyland packing uh, the toy hampers. So we actually got to be there on day one, which was so cool because yeah. last year we were there, I think, on the last day and things were kind of picked over. Yeah. But, but this year, uh, we got to see all of the toys there and uh, just a cool experience to see everything all laid out. Yeah, so it's at the old uh, North Star Ford, mm-hmm. right in the middle of town there, and just Walls to wall covered with incredible top line toys. Like, mm-hmm. I like Lego. I know about Lego. I bet you there was thousands of dollars in oh, Lego there alone. 100%. Right? And uh, how this one works is it's a lot of decision making on our part because yeah. they give you a sheet. It tells you kids' ages, their likes, their interests, yeah. and maybe their size. And then they go, go. Yeah. So you look around the entire room. The activists have done a great job sorting everything but still like oh my goodness would this female age 13 like this toy or this toy right you're making christmas for all these kids and uh, it's a lot of pressure well that's the thing you try to put yourself you know into their shoes it's like what did i like when i was 13 years old i would have liked this but does this mean that this kid would like this so i was lucky that uh, a lot of the the families that i got uh, they had kids with um, similar age that my kids were. So I was like, okay, I'm like, my son would like this. My daughter would like this. I think this would be a really good toy. But you try to really put a lot of thought into this and it's like, okay, I think this would be the really, a really good choice for them. But sometimes some of the sometimes there was a list written out saying, oh, this kid likes Beyblades or this kid likes Avengers or something. So that was pretty helpful. But sometimes like you were going in completely blind. So it's like, I don't know if this kid likes unicorns or if this kid likes superheroes. Like you have no idea. And a lot of the time too, the kids aren't the ones giving the tips. It's the parents, right? Right. So you're getting items that they need as well. They need a winter jacket. They need gloves. Yeah. But you also, Christmas, for a kid, you want to be fun. So, man, it was just, it's eye-opening as well. Totally. Going to these places, you instantly just, you feel so grateful for what you 
do have yeah. and that you do get to be over there giving back, seeing how many toys came from stuff a bus alone. Oh. And those stuffed animals, these aren't those cheapy stuffed no. animals. It's squishmallows. It's Thai. It is high-end stuff and it's just because and huge massive massive oh. ones <laughs> no <laughs> right like at the once you collect all the toys you put them into sacks like literal yeah. santa sacks which is really cool but some of these squish mellows in particular were bigger than they were probably like three feet tall and you're stuffing them in the sack just knowing that a little boy or girl is going to come down the yeah. stairs and just be like this is incredible <laughs> And yeah, you just you're trying to picture this Christmas morning. They're opening up these these Christmas gift mm-hmm. bags, and just hopefully that this is going to be you know the best Christmas ever for them. Yeah, and seeing uh, the the bikes mm, donated yeah. by the Kiwanis Club and yeah. the food, and there's pet food. Yeah, there. lots of pet food as well. Because so that was pretty cool. They to see. said they actually run into a lot of times that people will give their food bank items to their dog yeah they'll feed their pets sometimes before they feed themselves yeah so they've actually been receiving donations throughout the year and then they're ready to pass that on as long and i'd I'd be in the same boat right like your your little pup pals looking at you man you're splitting that food with (laughs) would you feed your snake before yourself yeah You know, no, she can go a long time. But uh, that's the Toyland part. That was on Monday for us. And then today, so it's Thursday, Mm -hmm. we got to go this morning to the food bank, which is a different beast because it takes a lot of our personal opinions out. It's not, oh, I wonder if this person would like this food or this food. Everyone gets a certain amount because... There's a lot of these hampers to pack. Exactly. So this one, basically, it's the same thing. You get uh, you get a sheet of paper, and it has the family on there, and it tells you whether or not there's a mom and a dad and how many kids, the ages of the kids. And, uh, you know, you get sometimes you get a family, and there's no food sensitivities or no allergies. But then we got a couple of sheets that there's food allergies and different, uh, you know, sensitivities and whatnot. So that made it challenging. <laughs> uh, we got one in particular where it was like three three different items and I'm like I don't even understand what this is so you're trying to read all these different yeah. labels trying to figure out whether or not you can put this into their hamper because you want to make sure that they're getting something they can actually eat oh a hundred percent and you want to put the, yourself in their shoes again right like yeah. okay maybe they don't want three cans of the same soup so right. you're looking through these things to make sure you give variety and all that stuff but yeah again the generosity yeah. of Cochranites the shelves they had what we needed to fill these they did these hampers that are going to go such a long way yeah. for people to eat this time of year. And what did they say today? I mean, it was almost 300. That's the yeah. that's the number that they're yeah. anticipating. Almost 300 hampers. That's what they're going to hand out to to help so many families, not just Cochrane, but it's the Cochrane area, just Christmas alone. Mm. And just being able to talk to the activists while we're working and stuff and hearing all these different stories because they talk to a lot of the people who are recipients and a lot of them, they work. They work really hard. They work their 40 hours a week, but they have to make a choice between eating or keeping the heat on. Exactly. Or Christmas presents for their kids or eating themselves, right? So this program is just so important this time of year and all year round as well. And it's just yet again just makes you feel very grateful for all that we have here in Cochrane. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's so nice to be able to 
make sure everybody else has an awesome holiday too. Absolutely. Such a cool experience to be a part of. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I look forward to doing this every single oh, year. Oh man, yeah. That's one one very special thing working here at the radio station yeah. is we can reach out and say, hey, we're not just a random amount of people. We are the radio station. We'd like to come give back. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, for sure. So now, Lauren, I don't know if you noticed, but it is cold. Uh, it is cold. It's <laughs> snowy and blowy. It just, uh, it's not even winter, but it yeah. sure looks like winter. It's been cold for the last couple of days at yeah. least and at least one benefit skating rinks finally yes. opening here in Cochrane. i am looking forward to this i love skating this is you know skating and skiing you know my number one and really? two favorite things to do in the winter yeah nice you? skating for me the movement part is okay it's the stopping you know the, <laughs> the, the stop i'm very bad at skating. yeah yeah can't you just like run into the boards or anything? Like, is that kind of what you do? Uh, no, is like I probably on? haven't wore a pair of skates for, I'd like to say at least 10 years. Really? Even with my kids now, because my kids are young, they're learning. Yeah. So I don't wear skates. So you right? just go out on your boots? I just go in sh- in yeah. shoes because it'd be very dangerous for me to have <laughs> skates on, right? You'd learn Flying. quick. Oh, yeah, right. But uh, upper Mitford Pond. So your, your traditional, close your eyes, look at Mitford Pond. That one's open. Yeah. And uh, that's the first one to open so far. Yes. And then the Tim Bannister Memorial Rink, that's going to be opening up here in just days. And then we got really, really good news. So the downtown rink. That's opening, but not until the new year. So a couple oh, weeks away. Okay, really? So there was a lot of questions surrounding that one. A lot of people were worried that wasn't going to open up this year. Because that one was awesome. I know. Well, people were worried, though, because all of the construction along Center oh, Ave, yeah. all the road construction. But it is going to be opening, or that's what they're saying. Uh-huh. They're predicting it to be opening um, in the new year. So don't forget, though. The reason why they opened that one is thanks to Cochrane Now. Do you remember last year? We asked <laughs> all of our, credit for this. Hundred percent, I am. Okay. Even the mayor said it was thanks to Cochrane. Now he seriously, told me, oh, I've he never t- heard this. Oh, you haven't heard no. this? No. Yeah, he told me it was thanks to us. Um, we asked the audience last year because remember Banff at the height of COVID, they shut down one of their streets yes, yes, and they flooded, flooded the street. Yeah. And I said. I asked one morning, I was like, hey, I'm like, what could we do? Like, could we do this in Cochrane? Like, why can't we? If Banff is doing it, why can't Cochrane do this? And everybody in Cochrane was like, yes, we need to do this. Even like and Allison then, Redford, did she retweet uh, that one? Or was that the West Edmonton No, that's Mall? West Edmonton oh, okay, Mall. And you're talking about Rachel Notley. Oh, so, I don't know. <laughs> Wrong person. I don't know. Wrong topic. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on. Um, anyway, long story short, people love the idea. Yeah. And then the town jumped on board. I so, can't believe you're taking crap. Right 100% <laughs> I am. Why not? I'll take it. Uh, it's a great one because there is so much room. Right? I know. Like, there's times where you get, yet again, we got young kids ourselves. So going to the Tim Baster and you see a bunch of older kids with their, they're speeding around and you go, okay, kids, maybe well, the not hockey right sticks. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the nice thing about the downtown one is you don't bring your hockey stick. No. So that's strictly skating, skating, which is nice yeah. for, yeah. If and you don't during get COVID times, if you want to keep away from everybody, you can just kind of be like, this is my corner. Yeah. People are going to leave you alone. So that is a big plus. Have you seen anyone with... With backyard rinks, though. 
There is somebody in my neighborhood who it's uh, it's two people. They're related, actually. Okay. They live next door to each other. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I know. Yes. I know. It's my son's friend. Um, yeah. And anyway, they live a few blocks away from us, but they have a backyard rink that spans two backyards and they even have boards wow. and stuff. Holy. I know. I'm waiting for the invite. Yeah, right. I haven't been invited <laughs> that over yet. It's another level higher. A private <laughs> rink. I've noticed a few right. On sunset when I walk my dog, like oh, they are okay. very popular. And like you said, people aren't just being like, oh, I'm going to just flood my backyard. They're building these with boards wow. and wood and like like, lights and yeah, everything. Do they like, have Zambonis and whatnot? Have you seen you can make one by getting those big Tupperware containers? And putting a towel on the back and then popping holes with hot water and you drag it around and that smooths it out. Perfect. Yet again, guy who doesn't skate knows how to make the rink. Well. Well, there you go. That's your goal for this winter then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I took my son skating for his birthday. His birthday's on the 30th last year. And let me tell you. He did not like it. He <laughs> laid there screaming the whole time. We're like, happy birthday, buddy. But anyway, nice. we'll try again this year. Uh, here at Cocker Now, our favorite contest of the year, Dollar Dash, oh, is going strong. $100 cash every single day at noon. And uh, one of the behind the scenes thing is I make all these clues. You do. And let me tell you, these clues are not easy for me to make. I, you, you make it seem like they're easy. Yes, they're not. Really? Yeah. Well... I'd say half the time I have an idea and the other half of the time I'm looking at like Google Maps okay. of Cochrane, yeah. scrolling, going, oh my gosh, where am I going to send people? I so look at parking that, lots and yeah. Is that, so it's more just like finding the location that's difficult or coming up with the clue? I find that it's the location usually because okay. my clues have to relate to the location. Right. So, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and like you and I have talked about this before because right now we're st- we're doing the kind of dollar dash where people need to drive to come find us and yes. stay in their vehicle. So yes. before, before COVID, we did dollar dash where people physically would walk to us and give us a high five yeah. and that's how the person yeah. would win. Well, so that opens up a whole <laughs> new oh, realm yeah. For us to be jerks. Like, we were making people hike. Like, oh, man, you want $100 cash? Enjoy your 15-minute hike to us. Oh. People still came, though. People did. We had awesome locations. And I look forward to doing that again (laughs) once COVID is over, whenever that's going to happen. But now we're kind of limited because we have to go someplace where there's a big enough parking lot for to allow people to go safely and stay in their vehicles and whatnot. So you're kind of limited. But... I always come in in the morning and I check out your clues and yeah. I always think that you just like whip these up in like five minutes. So I wish I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they do take some time. Yeah. It's always appreciated. And most of the time I can get them every once in a while, though, you totally stump me. Yeah. Like, so you did this video one this week. I had no idea. Yeah, it was like Not snippets of different movies, them talking about, oh, the Fireside Pharmacy, Holiday Dollar Dash and all that stuff. That one took me a while. How did you actually do that? Are you going to reveal your secret? Yeah, so there's a website. I don't even know what it is. But if you just look up, uh, like, find film clips, quotes, uh, you can put in... And they'll like give the you like five different movies with those words. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Because I was like, there's no way. There's got to be. I knew that there's got to be like a shortcut for you to find those words within the movies. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I'd find the perfect phrase. And I'd be like, perfect. And I'd look, oh, what movie is this from? And they'd be like, oh, this isn't an appropriate movie. <laughs> nice. So then I had to pick something else. But no, it, it's a ton of fun. We are doing it for a whole nother week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could probably reveal here. The last day will be Friday, 
the 24th, Christmas Eve, and uh, there's going to be a little extra extra added. And when I say a little, it's going to be, it, it's a bigger prize than the $100 cash. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think you can say little. I would say a lot extra extra. Yeah. yeah. A big prize. A big, big prize. Next Friday. Yeah. So that's next Friday. Revealed here first for our podcast listeners. And uh, another big thing that came across our board was this was talked about outside of Cochrane as well. A train from Calgary to Banff, but more importantly, stopping right in the middle. Just down the street from us here along Railway Avenue, yeah. the brand new transit hub that's being built right now. So they've been talking about this train for a long time, Yes, but it sounds like it's like super promising and it might even be built, I don't even know, in the next couple of years, apparently. So basically, yeah, it's this train that might roll through Cochrane. So how cool would it be if you could just hop on a train? I don't even care about going to the city. Just hopping yeah, yeah, on a train, go to Banff. Oh. That would be something like as people start to now come back into our life, hopefully, like that is a showcase of Cochrane. Yeah. Right? Like, hey guys, we'll go do a little bit of adventures and then you know what? We're jumping on the train yeah. to Banff. Right? Right? That's so much cooler than driving. Well, I'm just thinking like like every time like my parents come into town or whatever, because we can never fit my parents and my whole family into one vehicle. Yes. Right? Yeah. So it's like you let's hop on a train, let's go out for the day. You don't have to deal with parking. You don't have to pay for parking. You don't have to deal with any of that. But, you can have a few pops. But you'd have to deal with like getting what, you're gonna walk around Banff? Yeah. How are you gonna get to the hot spring? Walk? You cannot walk from downtown Banff to the hot spring. Yes, That's you on can. a mountain. Yes, you can. It'll take an hour and a half. I like my exercise. You can get a cab. Well, there you go. See? So maybe driving is better. No. I... (laughs) No. And even just like going out there with a group of friends, like there's just endless possibilities. Go out there for an evening, go for dinner, whatever. And is a train affected by weather? Right? Like if it starts blizzarding... so. I've been in Banff before where you're like, it's snowing. We got to go... Now, because we don't want to get stuck here for the night. It's going to cost my arm and leg. Yeah. So let's go. But if you're on a train, like, oh, you know what? We're fine. We're training I don't think so. Unless there's like, you know, a ton of snow. I don't think that you'd be affected. And I wonder, like, wonder if they would do fun things. Maybe a theme night, especially Ooh, during robbery. Christmas time. Like a train robbery. I was thinking like... <laughs> Polar Express or Harry Potter, but train robbery. <laughs> Harry Potter. Come oh, on. come on. Yes. No. But uh, that looks like it's actually going to happen. Everybody's very optimistic know. about it. People so. are optimistic. We, I'm optimistic. We got the train tracks already. Well, I think that they would build a specific train track for the passenger train because they can't interfere with the 45 trains that we have coming into town right now. This is going to add like another 10 trains to town oh, here. Oh, goody. I'm sure that no one will complain about that. This will be awesome for traffic exactly. here in town. <laughs> and that is everything going on here in Cochrane. And I believe we will probably do one more of these before we wrap it up for the new year. Final one for the year. Yeah, where we will go over the big stuff, a year in review here in yeah. Cochrane. But that's next week's. So yeah, again, thank you, Lauren. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll talk. Talk again next week.